Anthony. What? Do you still have a king size mattress you need to get rid of? Yes. My God. All right. So if what, anyone needs a king you... size mattress, please visit iTunes, rate us four stars, okay. and tell us where you live, and we'll deliver a mattress to you. Oh yeah, there you go. Offer a bounty for, for yes. the mattress. So, uh, just to give you a description of the mattress, um, do you know the Cialis commercials where it has the baby boomers sitting in the bathtubs? That's what it's like to sleep on that mattress. When the moment gets right, when the moment want, gets right, you don't want to reach for a pill or a pump. Your mattress is like two canoes taped together. With yeah, the mattress is awful. Just so you know, full full disclosure, like like you're getting rid of it because it sagged in the middle. Rate us right? five stars, and we're going to give you some. Your mattress garbage. forced forced cuddling because I think I it might like be too close to the mic. caved caved. It, it caused you and your wife to like in, find the middle together. No, the other thing. There's a ridge in the middle. We have separate canoes. This sounds like the best mattress ever. You want it? No. It's yours now. No. So deals off. Russ owns a new mattress. Free free new mattress. Crispy on your on your commute from hell. Uh, this uh, this one's dedicated to you, and also to Tower who provided our beer today. Uh, they did not provide them. We, we bought them, but they, they made them. Aside. They made us aware of them, and they, we purchased them. Yes, at we full did price. purchase. But thanks to Tower, um, King Size Mattress Tower. No, that's iTunes, all. The, th- those are the notes from the last. Quit reading my notes. Write your own notes. I don't. Welcome Prepare. to One Beer, One Song episode. Hey, this is episode Hi. 149, which means next episode is a... Blowjob. Okay, we can do that. I'm going to write that down. Blow, B, O. So next episode is 150. What should we do for 150? What do you get someone for their 150th <clears throat> anniversary? Um, Blowjob. Quart, quartz. Quartz. <laughs> <laughs> of beer. Die. Oh ah, it's the worst thing I've ever... Quartz. Uh, it looks like I might have caused some audio disruption there with the yelling. So, sorry, Chris B., for your eardrums exploding. Um, welcome to One Beer, One Song. I think I already said that, episode 100. On each episode, we underappreciate and or miscategorize a beer and or song, sometimes multiple beers, sometimes multiple songs. Um, never, know, um, never know good notes. Good notes, Tony. <laughs> that was the weirdest sound ever. <laughs> Excellent. So this week, um, I have no idea what we're drinking. Let me go over here to the to founders the intersite, the intersite founders. of webs founders mango. Founders, something? Man- founders mango. My hands are full. Founders mango magnifico con calor twenty sixteen. Magno magnifico con calor. What's the um, Hispanic uh, TV station? Uh, there's Univision. Uh, the other and one. there is Telemundo. <laughs> Mango Magnifico, Concolor, 2016, Telemundo. To note, uh, Founders has one-click age entry. Good we job, like Founders. That. We like that. We like that. Uh, Magno Man- Magnifico is a high-gravity fruit beer brewed with mango and a touch of habaneros. Whoa. Do they mention habaneros anywhere? Caliente! Ah. <laughs> uh, add just the right amount of heat. The, yes. del- the delicate Alcohol flavors per imparted by the street sweet richness of the mango are punctuated perfectly by the subtle heat, subtle, subtle heat of the habaneros, proving that the fruit beers do not have to be one note. Each bottle of this 10% ABV ale is both sophisticated and refreshing, making it the perfect beer to share or to keep all to yourself. Go! Russ has tasted the beer. Not actually, but maybe, hopefully. You know... Thinking about this, um, like I have nothing specific to say about that copy that I just read off of the Founders Brewing website. It's pretty boring. You you kind of read like balls, right? I, it, I was doing a impersonation of you because um, you usually read these things, but it it occurs to me that um, you could start a podcast of like my a, awesome a copy. No, no, I'm just I'm fleshing this idea out in real time here, so bear with me. <laughs> a, a copy editing podcast where 
the podcasters read submitted marketing copy. And your motivation for getting the copy right and making it good is the fact that it's going to be read on a podcast. Mm. We could do that. We could we could quit this bullshit and we could just do marketing copy it's podcast. Actually, it's actually pretty funny. Bullying. So I poured this beer and the head is a little funny looking. It's large bubbles. Yeah, it's loose. It's like it, loose. You call it a loose head? Loose it, head. It's it's uh, disappearing quickly, but that's to be expected uh, Expected with a Diaz percent alcohol per volume. Um, you know, uh, like creamy head? This isn't like creamy head. This is the opposite of that. This yes. is opposite. This, this is, is like, like bubble bath. Like dish bubbles, yeah. Yeah. Smelling? Smell, smell, smell. Oh, man. Ooh, a lot of mango. That smells delicious. Yeah, all I get is mango, and I'm okay with that. Would you say it's a mango? I'm really sorry about that. I'm Sorry. The position of host it. of One I, Beer, One Song is always open. As soon as I moved my face away from the mic, I regretted it. Oh, wow. This is... Oh, there it is. Mm. Wait. Wait for it. Oh, yeah. Yeah? So the beginning oh, of this beer yeah. is uh, sweet. It's it's mango. It's, it's very tropical in nature. And then that disappears. And then you get this like little ping on the back of your tongue of jalapeno. It just goes, bing. Habanero. Of habanero that just goes, bing. Yeah, that's um, that is really interesting. And that heat note still sits back there. That it's not a spicy note, just like this little morsel of heat that's just sitting back there, going. How are heat and spice different? Next the position week, of um, co-host. <laughs> um, <laughs> are heat and spice different? You you just said it. You said it's not heat; it's spice. No, I said it's heat, not spice. Okay, fine. Either way. It's not an act of spiciness, but I have residual it's not heat. An act of spiciness. It's not an act that happened to me. It didn't L- happen on me. Listen to me again. <laughs> Damn it. Um, it's not an act of spiciness. It's like putting my whole mouth on rage, but I have a note of heat in the back of my tongue. But, but if your whole mouth was en fuego, wouldn't that be heat? Many notes of heat or one large note of heat? I think, okay, let's, let's flush this out. If my mouth is on fire from, say, some hot buffalo wings. Russell, this is Russell, this is pure Russell pontification right here. <laughs> hot buffalo wings. And so your mouth is on fire. That's really spicy. It's active hot. Okay. But right now what I'm experiencing is just this one little dollop. It's like someone took an eyedropper to the back of my tongue and just went boop. I think my point is that the two words you're describing are the same thing. You're just differentiating in volume and intensity. And location. Uh, area saturation. <clears throat> so if I take a piece of habanero and I stick it to the front of my tongue, uh-huh. and I'm like, ooh, that's, that's going to spread. That's spice. That's going to spread, But if though. I take that same piece of habanero and I stick it in the back of my throat, that's heat? It's different. Because if you stick it on the front, it's going to spread. <laughs> Next week on One Beer, One Song. I wish you wouldn't pollute my house with this bullshit. (laughs) So here's what I think about the beer. I could be completely wrong. I'm just trying to say that... Here's my hot take on the beer. Your your En Fuego take? En Fuego take. These are takes En Fuego. Uh, I wish there was less mango and more habanero. I disagree. I think it's an amazing balance. Just slightly, though. I, I wish there was slightly less... That's, that's, you're not, that's too sweet for you. I'm telling no. you right now, it's too sweet for you. No, and now on my third or fourth sip now, the, the habanero is becoming more, it's becoming self-aware. 
it, it's uh it's, it's moved in. It's it lives moved here in. It, it, it's. Uh, I live here now. <laughs> it, it is. I'm getting it on on the consumption, not just that one note in the back. It's competing with the mango now. I do. If the habanero was not there, this beer would be bullshit. I, I would agree. Be like this is trash. What? Why are you? This is a mango cider. Why are you putting this mango popsicle in a bottle? Don't do that. But this is. Um, I like this a lot. Also, also. Ooh, there's more. There's more. Does it taste like ten percent? It no, does not. No, it this is a not. dangerous beer. <laughs> what happened to you guys, Mango Habanero? <laughs> Would you like to Megan Habanero to the banana patch? We got all in fuego in the basement, all sweaty <laughs> in the sweat lodge. Some peyote, mango peyote. Wow. Yeah, I don't, I guess, you know, I, now that I, I sip it again, there's, there's really good mango flavor, but it's not cloyingly sweet. And maybe that's a function of, um, no. The habanero. What did we get? Any hop information on no. here? No, no there's nothing. nothing. Come on, founders. Do you smell or taste any hops? I uh, do not. Me neither. No, which is fine. Yeah. Instead, so here's a message to all <laughs> brewers: uh, if hops become too expensive, or say that you you have an IPA based on like Simcoe hops, and then your contract runs out and you can't get as many Simcoes as you need, just substitute habaneros. I gotta tell you. <clears throat> I would subscribe to this beer's newsletter. So that's the second fruit beer in a row that you've been a huge. So this is the summer of I fruit like beers. This, I like this one better than the um, strawberry shortcake. From last episode? Yeah. I thought that was a good beer. Sure. I think this beer is pretty rad. Yeah, this is a good one. And I'm not a huge fan of fruit beers. Like, And I and I disagree with fruit on a fundamental level. Like, Oh, there's you, have, <laughs> you have stated like you have policies already. I do. Like... Pineapple on my chicken. Wrong. Get the pineapple out of there. That's I don't delicious. want pineapple. I don't want fruit incorporated. Now, you once cooked me. Sometimes I cook for us. A turkey mango burger. What the shit? You cooked me a burger, a hamburger that was turkey and a fruit. I have done turkey burgers and we've done, um, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Where they're like apricots or Apricot. Something? That's what it is. Turkey Maybe. apricot. And, and that was my, that was like. <clears throat> How's that turkey burger coming? Well, believe me, I, in my head, I was like, I, I, I can't say anything. I'm his guest. I'm going to hate <laughs> this fucking burger. And then I took a bite and I'm like, okay, that's the first time that fruit and meat combined. I didn't hate. But like. Um, so at the end of the meal, Russ's comment was probably something like, you're such an asshole. I was like, what? Let's play dominoes. Um, <laughs> but I don't think that fruit and meat should be combined in the same dish. I disagree with raisins in my salad. I don't want um, grapes in my chicken salad. All things that provide great texture and flavor and, and no. interesting no. Right, interestingness. It's gross. What's gross about it? It's like candy in your stuff. It's good. Yeah, I don't want that. Sweet potatoes also. It's like a candy bar had sex with a <clears throat> regular potato and ruined it. What's other things you put, what's other fruits you combine with meat? You can put like, uh, I have no idea. Can you put cherries you, on steak? Yes. Absolutely. Wrong. Definitely. Wrong. But I'm going to do Wrong. that. I'm going to do that tonight. Um, you could do, it's a waste um, of steak. You could do pineapple on pretty much anything. It's you could awful. grill pineapple by itself. And I love pineapple. Put it on a burger. Grill pineapple saison. Pineapple. Like, like a grilled pineapple saison. Hey, what up? Like, <laughs> um, that sounds delicious. Yeah. Grilled pineapple, pineapple plain, pineapple smoothie, pineapple um, shortcake, pineapple popsicle, fine. Okay, so you- Don't put pineapple on my meat. Right, so you've got- Unless it's you've got like a really, you're going to come over and on all fours. Okay, knock it off. Okay. The, uh, you've got 
like a, a piece of pineapple, piece of grilled pineapple. Yeah. You're about to put it in your mouth. Sure. You got it on the fork. It's great. You're moving. The airplane is coming into the hangar. I'm great. And right. Make the noise. Make the noise. Here it comes. Put it in my mouth, Tony. Put it in my mouth. Right into the hangar. Here it comes. Put a piece of bacon on it. No, fuck you. Yeah, a piece of bacon right on the pineapple. No, that's gross. Oh, it'd be awesome. You just ruined. You would love it. You just ruined bacon and pineapple. It would go in your mouth, and you would be like, "I didn't. I that was. I'm offended. I'm violated because you put something in my mouth I didn't want there, but it's delicious. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. I guarantee. No. All right, we're gonna go upstairs and have some pineapple. You don't have pineapple in this house. Gonna maybe. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> the challenge just got weird. No, I just I I have a hard time with any uh, mango salsa on a, like um, a steak, fish taco maybe. Yes. No, excellent. Gross. Oh, that's so good. Oh. oh, same thing with coconut. I love coconut. Coconut should be on fruit salads. Uh, coconut uh, can be eaten raw. Coconut milk, great, fantastic. But coconut should not be anywhere near meat. Uh, okay. That's like a mango salsa on fish taco. Wrong. Okay. I'm just gonna allow. I don't. I'm just gonna allow you to have these thoughts and say them out these loud. These truths. I'm happy to provide you a platform with which to say words, and I'll just this let is a them. Ten percent beer. I'll let them <laughs> come out of your mouth and and then float in the do, air. Do we have a song? And for people who are driving in their cars, they can just pontif- ponder that. Okay. Look, if you agree with me, and that fruit on meat is bullshit and should never be combined. Leave us a four-star review about this concept, <laughs> and we'll read your review And we will the deliver air. you a king-size mattress. And then you will get a shitty two-canoe king-size mattress. It's a great two-canoe king-size mattress. Two-canoe. <laughs> hey, um, do, you, do you play in a band? I do play in a band. We're going to do- Do you uh, guys have a record coming out? Yes, we do. You want to play a tune for so I play in a band called Hot Wives. And, uh, Hot Wives! A local Atlanta band. Um, we last talked about Hot Wives. Um, so here, we have an EP coming out. Um, on June twenty fourth, this beer's great. I don't know if this this episode will be out. Um, I, I in my head, I'm like, oh, we'll do an episode, and this will be that and thing, blah blah blah. But things change, and then all of a sudden, it's been weeks, and an episode <laughs> hasn't come out yet. So, you sign a sponsor, and you don't put you, any content <clears throat> out for a month. This EP uh, we recorded last August is scheduled to come out uh, officially on June twenty fourth. Just out of curiosity, why is it scheduled? Because the thing's done. You guys can release it today. It's done. Um, is our, your album art finished? Uh, Blood Drunk Records, a local Atlanta label, is releasing it. And you so guys run a label? He's producing some- You guys are so sold out. Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, pretty soon I'm going to be like, Russ, go wait in the limo. I'll be there in a minute. Go wait in the helicopter. Where, where, where's the writer? Where, where's my brown m ms uh, Yeah, we're still- <laughs> Where's my banana now, 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 banana? <laughs> Good night, everybody. Mango and Fuego Nero. <laughs> um, yeah, we recorded this in August, uh, and it's taken us- I really wish was, this was a video podcast, because as soon as that syllable came out of my mouth, I just closed my eyes and just nodded in shame to know what was coming from you. <laughs> it was That was a great moment. <laughs> sorry. Uh, sorry about all that. Sorry okay. to have to reinforce those things. Uh, it's, no, tough, it's tough love. This is what it's called. But, uh, so we got this stup- this EP, this this stupid EP that is awesome, and we love it. Uh, it's coming out in, on June 24th, and I don't know where this episode will land around June 24th, but six songs recorded in town last August. We did a uh, song off of it um, uh, October 28th, episode 130. Go back, and you can listen to us drink Wicked Weed Medora, and we did the Hot Wife song uh, Lucy. Uh, in the Sky with Diamonds? <clears throat> no, not even close. 
Um, but uh, on this episode, we are going to do uh, a song off the same EP um, because it's my, co- my, my podcast and I can play my band on it, uh, even though you're the one that suggested it. Um, and this is a song called Stuck. thing when someone says i'm not a racist but and you know the next thing out of their mouth is going to be they're a fucking racist yeah you do that all the time screw you Uh, i do not here's the thing i liked it (laughs) but (laughs) that's how i feel that's how i feel i just wish i could understand the lyrics are you my mom she's been inside me that's true, actually. Yeah, I love coming back to that. That joke yeah, is never going to be old. That's kinda, and she is the sweetest woman. Um, that is a fertile joke bed. Yeah. Bed of jokes. Your mom's been inside me, and it's true. I, I do wish, because I want My mom I took Russ's to, wisdom teeth out just for- just Stop so, it. Stop so clarifying. Gotta, but just so everyone's like, how does that, if your mom has been- 
proctology the exam. Yeah, the immediate thing is like, oh, well, she shoved her hand up his butt. That's obviously. She but. used me as a puppet. Yeah. Sally never listened to this. <laughs> um, I, I do... I think lyrics are so important in music in, mm-hmm. in music that has lyrics. I want to know what he's saying because I want to know how it fits in with the angstiness of the music, the, the, the rhythm and percussive parts of the music. I, yeah, I'm sure. Fine. Yes. I don't, I don't disagree with that. It's just not a, you don't give a, it's not a trigger for me, especially in a, in a band that I'm in that I'm not a songwriter. Um, he could be saying death to Jews and we don't know. And you're backing him up on drum set. It's true. It's true. That, that is you very said true. it's very high level stuff. So I'm just thinking high level <laughs> concepts like it's high concept. Yeah. Right, right, right. You know, just death story, to certain demographics. Storytelling. Right. We don't know. And I would love to know what the story is behind the lyrics and see how it goes with the music. Uh, that song is about um, being stuck in uh, a relationship. Are you sure? I think. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. Don't listen to me. And it's in 3-4, which is interesting. <clears throat> that is interesting, and I didn't even think about that until you pointed it out when it started. Like, what's the time signature? I was like, I don't know. I just play along. Because originally I was like, how is this in 4? This is mixed meter. If it's in 4, this doesn't feel right. Why do I feel funny inside? And you're like, he's like, oh, no, no, it's in 3. I just never realized that. I'm like, you're the drummer. I'm a damn good drummer. That's how good I am. I didn't even know the, the time signature. I remember the first time I saw you play. I transcend time signatures. I, the first time I saw you play was at the 40-watt theater. And I've never seen a human being sweat that much. Well, that was back in the in the nineties when I used to play in my underwear. And Keith and I were front row. I'm like, man, he's he's really good, but he's so wet right now. <laughs> yeah, I used to. Yeah, I'd give it all. That was those are the, the those were the days. That band leave was it, Apocalypse. Leave it uh, Avalancher. It's close. Leave it all on the court, and I used to vomit after we'd play too because it was like that. It's like the end of a. You would lose four pounds from like um, yeah, water just loss. sweat it all out, and then come off the stage and be all dizzy and uke, and then you know Gross. probably have like three cigarettes. Gross. Three How's your poison and, ivy? Um, not festering anymore. What do you? Why don't you tell me? You're glistening. So let's let's make this one beer, one poison ivy. Let's review my poison ivy. Okay. So on your right arm, <clears throat> we have a couple different places of infection. Um, so you keep pointing at your bicep. So I'll, I'll point each I'll, each size about each spot's about the size of a playing card. My elbow and my. Right shoulder. On average, sure. Tell you what, bridge. this is a real annoying spot to have it because you can't. I can't see okay, this. That spot that you're pointing to is behind your <clears throat> upper right tricep. It's like high tricep area. Yeah. Well, what? What? You can without a mirror. Quick, look at your tricep. Ah, you can't do it. Yeah, but okay. Look at it to the point where you can like apply salve or a bandage. Watch me. Rub, 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 rub. You're you're you are you are being insensitive and dumbing down my affliction. Here. Yeah, because you chose to go in the wilderness and get the poison ivy. You know, poison ivy loves it's my, you. It's my backyard. It's not the wilderness. Obviously, it's the wilderness. No, you have some glistening on your bicep, which means yeah. you're still pussy. Pussy. By the way, Stacy, um, I I know you're listening. So we've made zero mouth noises, but we're describing the pussiness of Tony's poison ivy bicep. <clears throat> so just for reference, the poison ivy sounds like. Stacy just wrecked her car and threw her phone out the window. God, oh that's what God. It, that's what it sounds like. Um, we love our listeners, but yeah, I'm I'm I turned the corner yesterday. I think but this one down here by your wrist is just like dark. This and one, red. this one was like a it was like a bright green marble blister. It was a single blister. And let's look at your right wrist. This oh. one's still puffy and looks like Morse code or Morse code. Um, like there's like dot 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 dash dash. 
Yes, I'm an entire um, epic narrative of rash right now. And this is still poison ivy. We're not saying that your wife abuses you. I fell. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's not funny. This is, um, it's, you know, there could be poison ivy and oak back there. Poison oak is certainly uh, very abundant in our part of the country. So what's one of the weirdest things about going through this is that the different spots of rash go through their own timeline. Sure. And so like these blisters on my left That's wrist a newborn. have not popped. Right. Some of them have. That one was a big one. It popped. Oh man. It's going to be so oozy. F that one. I think I ended up like rubbing Your it Your coworkers are so lucky. This business here, it's like just stopped oozing today. Well, and it's kind of- my On my right elbow. Yeah. And then the one on my right shoulder. This has actually been, it's been a problem, but it has been a leader ahead of this one. And, and I apologize for- um, this is, yeah, we're, we're kind of describing it, but we're not really doing it justice because I have these horrible oozing rashes all over me, and that's not good radio. So the beer. Um, so the beer. Um, I haven't finished mine, but I have put it down. It's it's great. I'm trying I, it's to delightful. join Mango and Enfuego in my head, and I like, and, and, and Mwango. En Mwango. <laughs> Isn't that a Saturday Night Live character? Uh, um, oh, what? It, Mongo. No. Thus is the mango. Mango? Really? No. Mongo? It wasn't Mongo. Mongo's from um, Blazing Saddles. Okay. Mongo's the big guy who came in that they tried to blow up. And right, he right, was right. like, beep, beep, beep. <laughs> beep, beep. Okay. Um, mango, yeah. Thus is the mango. Chris Catan. Yes. Yes. And there's a, there's a bar on Ocean Street in South Beach, Miami called Mango's. And you go in there and and it's like it's the Miamiest thing that is ever like if you <clears throat> if you have a layover in Miami and you have a couple of hours to kill and you want to experience the essence of South Beach, but the cab ride there plus the cab ride back leaves you like seven minutes in South Beach, go to Mangoes and that's you'll get it's like mainlining South Beach, Miami. I'm curious how it goes. Does it go mangoes like can cans or does it go mangoes like uh the Saturday Night Live character it's um they have it's a bar it's a big bar in the middle of the place and then they have it's it's big and reinforced and dancers dance on the bar what kind of dancers uh male and female oh um, fine. the females are all very scantily clad the males are all like chiseled from granite and incredible salsa dancers or whatever type of music is playing i would go there and then they come up and they're like you know, they ask you if you want to drink, and you're like, ah, I don't give me the, I don't have a margarita. And then you Boots. get a margarita, and they're like, great, $24. And you're like, <gasps> okay. And then you just. Pay and it's for an awful it. margarita? It's not good. And then you pay for it, and then you watch this weird dancing, and then you turn around, and there's the ocean right outside the bar. Oh. And, and then a Lamborghini drives by, and then you got to go back to the airport. You did this? I did for like five years. I never had to do the, the you, seven you, minute you, tour. You, I'm just telling you, if you had to. I'm just saying you went. I you refined. Went, you repeatedly went back. I to this refined place? my experience into that instruction just then. Like I've done South Beach, and it's it's very interesting, and it can be a lot of fun, but it's also awful. I've only flown through Miami. Oh, I've spent a lot of time in Miami. And it's fun. the fact that that place, that hellhole of an airport, is so muggy, twenty four seven, three sixty five. Kind of like my basement. The sun's starting to set, so we're getting a little better. There's uh, there's no better people, Ooh. airport people watching in the United States than Miami. That's some good stuff. But I just, I can't, why would you play football down there, professionally or college? Uh, if you're like, like, hey, come to this private school in Coral Gables, and um, 
you can be real close to like South Beach. Yay. I think it's a pretty easy recruiting gig. I think Mark Richt will do a pretty yeah. good job there. I'm kind of a Miami fan now. I mean, I, oh, I, I, I yeah. never dis, I've had some friends from high school that went, ended up going to Miami, two close friends went to Miami. Mm-hmm. So I've been sympathetic. Definitely in the Miami, Florida, Florida State rivalry, I'm all Miami. Well, and now, now that, that Rick is, is there, there even now, more so. I, now I am Miami because before you think of scandals and such. Well, you think of like Ed Reed and. and um, Who's that old coach who's there? Uh, Jimmy. What the hell is his name? I don't know. I can't remember. That's why I was asking you. Oh, crap. Are we going to put this on the internet? Well, so podcasts are like radio um, in that. Uh, yes, it's going on the internet. Bye. Bye.